0: Hi, Dawn. Hi, Rich. Man, how long's it been since we did a date night chronicle? It's been a while. It's been a while, and we need a little bit of a break from what we've been doing and what we've got coming up. And we'll talk a little bit about where we've been and what we also have going on. Tonight, we are going to try Tommy Bahama. Now, this is Sip the Island Life. This is one of their sparkling vodka travelers, and we are enjoying the mango citrus. This is a 5% alcohol by volume. It's vodka with natural flavor added. Did it in, added it <laughs> what did you think of this?
1: I actually enjoyed it. It's got a little bit of a fizz to it. Um, you know, I picked up coconut and like lime. I didn't get the mango.
0: Yeah, I didn't get much mango either. Although I thought maybe the mango was the sweetness on the flavor.
1: Possibly. The more you, when you mentioned mango, I felt like all of a sudden I tasted it. You tasted it now, but it was more coconut. I don't know if there's coconut in it, but I definitely taste coconut for me.
0: I don't think there's coconut either, but it does have that tropical kind of flavor to it, Mm -hmm. and I think that comes off the citrus notes. Yes, it's 100 calories, two grams of sugar, 100% vacation. I love the can. There's like a leopard on the can. And you really have to find a, a, a toucan or something on there.
1: Oh, yeah. Got the palm trees. Got a little tiger, it looks like, or leopard from here.
0: Or a cheetah. Or cheetah. A, who yeah. knows? Yeah.
1: Very small. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was really good. I got, um, I found it to be very thirst quenching. So, you know, on a summer night or at mm-hmm. the beach or just hanging out on the deck, this is a nice, just thirst quenching. You know, there was more citrus I found than mango. And what I liked at the end was there was this citrus bitterness, almost like if you had a vodka cocktail, like a vodka tonic Mm -hmm. or a vodka and club soda, and they squeezed the lime or lemon or whatever, and then they put it back in there. You got some of the oils from the rind in there. And I really liked that. Mm. So we picked this up. Um, We were gracious enough to uh, be gifted a can of this at Bar Convent, Brooklyn, uh, we did that a couple of weeks ago at BCB. We had a phenomenal time. I, I mean, I don't think there's enough to mention on the whole podcast, everything we did. But uh, Bar Convent is a bar and spirits convention. Mm-hmm. And we met some wonderful people. We tried some amazing spirits. Anything, I, I know we're going to leave out everything, but anything stand out, to you, besides uh, the uh, end where we got uh, uh, heavily, uh, we, we were drinking a lot, weren't we?
1: <laughs> we were one person more than the other. Um, yeah, I mean, Industry City is a great place to be, and we always like going up there. And I think that was a great place to have that. It was very organized the way they had everything set up. Um, just having the outside too with that nice ambiance, and then. The rooms inside, lots of great vendors, education. It was great.
0: We learned a lot, and we will have and we will start to have quite a number of interviews with spirit producers Mm -hmm. coming out of that. Our first one, I'm excited. We get to interview Rebel Spirits, and they're out of Morelos in Mexico. Now, this isn't a tequila. This is not a mezcal It is a whole different category. They are a villa. So I can't wait to sit down with the producers there, talk about their spirits. It's, we had it. It's amazing, but we're going to talk a little bit more with the distiller about that and, and, and the people that are responsible for making that. We're going to be interviewing them tomorrow. And we have, we are so close to our 100th episode interview.
1: Yes, we are. We're a couple away, aren't
0: we? We're a couple away. So, we'll see how that's going to pan out. We will be, this Friday, if you're listening to the podcast and you're looking for something to do, we will be at Whiskey Rebellion in Washington, Pennsylvania. Now, we went out a couple of years ago. We interviewed Liberty Pole Spirits. We interviewed Red Pump. We did our own little uh, Whiskey Rebellion. We went to the Bradford House, the David Bradford House. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time we get to go out there and enjoy the whole Whiskey Rebellion. And we're looking forward to that. We're going to do some interviews with some of the producers, some of the people that are going to be at the event. Who knows who we'll talk to?
1: You never know. We
0: never know. What else do we have coming up?
1: So we will have some other podcasts coming out. We have Law's Whiskey House, we've got Absinthea, and we've got Holy Ghost Distillery.
0: Now, Law's Whiskey House, they're a distiller out of Colorado. We met them as well at BCB. Mm -hmm. Absinthea, she's like the absinthe fairy. She's amazing. She's great. I can't wait to speak to her. She makes tremendous absinthe, a number of different varieties. She does a barrel-aged absinthe. And Holy Ghost Distillery, they're up in the Poconos of Pennsylvania, and they are doing some really creative, really interesting spirits up there as well. So we've got a whole bunch of people we're going to be talking to. July 21st, we'll be at Roger Wilco Four.
1: The Stag Party?
0: The Stag Party. Now, it's not what you think. It's a great fundraiser. Now, that's July 21st. Go to Roger Wilco's website. That is a wine and spirits and beer store in Pensauken, New Jersey. And you can, it's free to sign up. And you can sign up. And uh, what they'll be doing is uh, Jamie collects a bottle and he collects all these bottles throughout the year of these special allocations. They will auction them off. And if your number is called, if you're picked, then you get to buy that bottle. So this is a real special event to raise money. I believe it's for, there's a food pantry that they're doing that for.
1: Yeah, I think you're right.
0: We should probably know that more and we'll know that more. We'll be there. We'll be doing some interviews and I'm excited about that. It's
1: always a fun time there.
0: And a little farther, where are we going in August? Where will we be? MeadCon, MeadCon. You love mead, right?
1: I love mead. When
0: you heard MeadCon and the opportunity to go to Baltimore, that oh, was yeah,
1: two things. Of course, I'm so excited.
0: Baltimore and MeadCon, and we can't wait to meet the people there that are making the mead. We can't wait for the education, the other parts of the industry that are probably the the bee producers and a lot of the honey producers that are mm-hmm. there. So bee, produ- bee producers. That's actually funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think Brian Werner will be there. He's with the World Honey Exchange, and I think he, he may be one of the speakers, so it'll be good to see him again. That's a lot of stuff we got coming on this summer, plus a bunch of other podcast interviews. Hopefully, you'll find them to be interesting. we love, again, to get feedback. As we approach our 100th episode, we ask just for a favor. If you love the podcast, share it. Let people know about it. We would love to have more people Share our fermented adventure together. So we've also been sampling and drinking things. We went out to Beach Bee Meadery, which one of our favorite people, Curtis, we got to see him and try some new things that he's concocting. He is a mad scientist back there in the meadery and cidery, isn't he?
1: He always creates the most amazing things.
0: He's so much fun. He is. And he was great to talk to, and it's good to see, you know, they're heading into the summer season. And if you're in Long Branch, New Jersey, you definitely want to stop by Beach Bee. Now, one of the places, we took a little detour on the way to see Beach Bee, and we stopped off at Cane Brewing. Now, the tasting room was closed, but they have this little store outside where you could pick up bottles. Mm -hmm. We opened up our first bottle. What was that one? Dripping Mabel. Now, that was, I believe, an Imperial Stout believe so I don't know what they did to that. Talk about your experience with that because you love that. you barely I gave me any of the bottle
1: was that was one of the most phenomenal stouts I think I've ever had. Um, for me, I tasted the maple. I felt like there was chocolate. it was kind of chocolatey too. Um, not too thick and rich but it was it was it was perfect.
0: I keep thinking about that and my experience with that particular beer, was that it was almost the anticipation you're on a roller coaster. And you get all those flavors in your mouth. You get the maple. You get the barrel. You -hmm. get the viscosity. You get the beer itself. And it's almost like it's going to be so overwhelming. And you get to the top of the roller coaster. And you just enjoy the ride. It melds so well on the palate. And that was the first bottle we tried. We've never had anything from Kane, And I can't wait to try other things.
1: Yeah, and I'm not big on barrel age what I liked about it was it wasn't overpowering. It was actually perfect the way it was.
0: And we also, for the 4th of July, we opened up a bottle of Dragon's Head Perry. Now, you liked that. That was part of the Northwest Cider Club box this quarter. And I picked that one because you love anything dragon. It was a nice, the Perry was a nice compliment to the ribs we had, to the barbecue we enjoyed. You really liked it.
1: I did. It was a nice balance between sweetness and like sour, and it was just perfect with the ribs and what we were eating.
0: We've never had anything that we didn't enjoy out of the Northwest Cider Club box. And one of the things I really thought, as I said, the the barbecue, the smokiness of the ribs didn't overwhelm this Perry. So again, we don't, we're not, they're not a sponsor, but we love the Northwest Cider Club to be a Mm -hmm. sponsor. But this is a great. Gift, if you want to gift this to somebody, they have two levels for their Cider Club. But we get every quarter, we get about anywhere between 13 and 15, 12 and 16 bottles and cans of Mm -hmm. different things. So that's really nice. Oh, I almost forgot. A few weeks ago before that, we did Cider Fest. We did. It seems so far away. It seems like (laughs) so far away. We, We met some wonderful people. And we hadn't gotten a chance to talk to the nice folks at Good Intent, and they were just great. We went to their tasting room a couple of times while we were in Gettysburg. If you really want a great space, this is like a backyard garden oasis. That's a great space.
1: That was a really nice space.
0: Plowman's not too far on the Circle Square. We enjoyed our time there. They had some live music. We also got to meet Inner Stoic. Wow. Oh, wow, yes. What great ciders they're producing. Mm-hmm. And some old favorites. We got to see Stone and Key. We got to see our friends at Manoff Cider. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you want a great time and you're looking for just a wonderful place to drink Pennsylvania cider, this is something you should put on your calendar for next year. The location is at the Gettysburg Outlets. It's right where Jack's Cider House is. That's a great cider. We've never been there. They're making some wonderful cider and they've got this amazing restaurant in there too. Mm And I don't want to forget, who else did we see? Who's one of your favorites?
1: Grand Illusion.
0: Grand Illusion was there. And they never disappoint. I mean, they should move closer. Carlisle's too far away from us. That is true. They need to do that. It's only really the beginning of July, and I feel like the summer is almost over. And I just want it to slow down. Don't you? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, between the schedule we have and the things coming up and the places we want to go, we want to get back down to St. Michael. We want to get up to New York a little bit. We want to get back to Brooklyn because we didn't nearly do enough stuff while we were up in Brooklyn. And just all the places local that we want to get back to and enjoy our favorite, some of our favorite places. Before you know it, it's going to be fall. Before you know it, it'll be fall. <laughs> and then we'll still be out fermenting adventuring. Well, of course. Now... As we approach that 100th episode, I want to thank all the listeners. I want to thank everybody who has been a part of our fermented adventure. And we're not looking to stop anytime soon. So we would love any recommendations anyone wants to give us for people to interview, places to go, and just things to enjoy. And we just love meeting new people and making new friends on all that we do, don't we?
1: Absolutely. And we always seem to.
0: Well, all I can say is we're almost out of Tommy Bahama Sparkling Vodka Traveler. This was really good. It was really good. For a podcast, I could drink this, I could sip this, and I still feel somewhat coherent by the time I'm done. (laughs)
1: That's always a good thing.
0: Well, we can't wait to see you show up this Friday and Saturday for the Whiskey Rebellion, July 21st, at the Stag Party at Roger Wilco and MeadCon in August. That's where you're going to find us coming up, and we can't wait to see you soon. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.